Welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home to everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, joined by my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, it was a weekend. It was a weekend. We had almost a full slate of Prem games. We had an extremely exciting, extremely exciting FA Cup uh semifinals and I'm 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 lying both games were absolutely I was going to say what <laughs> both of them were piss boring both absolutely both of them just oh terrible but we have survived the weekend we are here we have made it to the other side how was your weekend i heard that someone uh hit some balls with some irons how'd that go i did i hit some balls with some irons some putters some wedges a couple driver shots there and, and uh, then and then JD went to the golf course. But uh, okay, um, <laughs> yes, I did. All, I did play golf. I played. I played horribly. Like even for me, I'm not good at golf. But I I really did not play well. The course I was at, it was weird because it stormed heavily on Saturday, and then I I played Sunday afternoon, and it was on a course that it's on the top of a mountain. It's a really cool course in my opinion because of the views, like. If anybody from PA or just knows about like nuclear power plant history, um, there's a there's a nuclear power plant in PA right outside Harrisburg called Three Mile Island. It's right on the Susquehanna River. In this in the late 70s, there was like literally an almost Chernobyl event there, and it's kind of like a big thing. I actually it I I think you should look, like look it up. Just Google search Three Mile Island. It's really interesting story. It was almost a Chernobyl event um in pa and thankfully it didn't happen but you can on top of the mountain on the course you can actually see three mile island it's like right there on the river it's kind of it's kind of a cool view with a weird kind of scary backstory but um and then harrisburg international airport's on the other side of the mountain so you can see planes coming in it's international airport so it's like every five minutes but um that was fun but it was a tough course wind was crazy and it was still wet from the day before but uh, I had fun, as I always do. I might take next weekend off from golf. I've done three weekends in a row. But at the same time, it's it's an itch that now that I'm back in it for this for the, you know the the warmer season, I, I don't know. I might have to play next weekend. I'm not sure yet. But overall, it was a good weekend. Um, got there was a new Yu-Gi-Oh set that dropped the 25th anniversary Legendary Collection, and you know me, I on Saturday it dropped on Friday, and I went to my local game store and picked up two boxes and i'm gonna open one and keep one sealed because that's how i fucking do it because i'm a collector but yeah it was a great weekend how was yours matt um my weekend was good i, t- I took a three-day weekend um mm. just t- t- took a th- three-day yeah. weekend it was nice unlike you yeah very unlike me if you know me i i really don't take time like i'm someone who holds my pto and sick days like they're my children and um yeah no because the lack of travel options that I think my wife and I are going to do this year, um, we cancel. Well, 
Well, you did we take can't... three weeks to go to Italy last year, so. Yeah, well, that was that was last year. That's not this year. That's I know. Like, <laughs> I, I get, like, I'll be honest. That was the only thing I did last year was just go to Italy. And I know. Look at me talking on my high horse. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, we're really not going to be doing much travel. I mean, anywhere, whether it's the United States, whether it's Europe, where. In, uh, you're not spending anything less than like three and a half, four thousand dollars, and that's just on the travel alone. And it's like, it's just, it's just not worth it, in in our opinions, just because we've been to places and we've done things on a very good budget, and it's just hard to, excuse me, it's hard to spend money like that. So Matt, my literally my vacation this year, I already have it booked. It's to Pittsburgh and maybe Cleveland for a week. Mm-hmm. So in June, we're gonna have we'll have to talk about our episodes because I'm gonna be gone from like a Tuesday to a Sunday in June, which it's after the you know it's after the Premier League, so that's not gonna be that much of an issue. But that's my vacation: is me and my girlfriend going to see my friend in Pittsburgh, going to an all-time low concert, and then maybe, well, probably uh, fl- shooting over to Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then seeing like Falling Water by Frank Lloyd Wright on the way nice. back. It'll be fun, uh, ro- but it's nothing. It's nothing crazy. Like, I, I, I think the I think the only thing my wife and I truly are gonna be able to do is maybe like a Boston trip one weekend, like because we could drive to Boston. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That'll be fun. See, but, see Brian. You can see Brian. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brian, Red Sox, and Brian. Those are yep. the two, the only two things on my list. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have a nice big Fenway Frank, and then there's, I'm gonna have plenty of beers with my buddy Brian. There's a really good bar um, in in Cambridge called the Phoenix Landing. You should definitely check it out. It's really cool. Actually, so funny enough, that's where my wife and I usually, there's a few hotels that oversee the river to Boston. And it's usually like, you can park your car there because they actually have parking. Yeah. And the well, Cambridge is night- a cool town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, it's That's- fucking hard. It's Harvard, baby. Like, well, it's 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 a town. That's what I like yeah. about Boston. That I like Boston over a lot of cities in the Northeast because it's it is a city, but like you're in Southie or you're in Cambridge or Alston, it doesn't feel like a city. It's a town. Yeah. But it's all one thing, so it's Boston. But yeah, also, Fe- yeah. Phoenix La- Phoenix Landing. Check that no. out. Done. Done. It's Consider it's it def- done. it's definitely not a Liverpool bar. <laughs> Consider it happened. I'll make sure I'm wearing my Manchester United kit with it's, my Manchester City it's, hat. It's definitely not an extremely hardcore Liverpool supporters bar that I've been to. Uh, well, thanks for the heads up there. I mean, oh my god, uh, if you would have looked it up, it, it, the first thing it says is that it's a Liverpool bar. Right, well, you know what? Hey, JD's that type of guy. He stand up before walking me into what would have been my perpetual death yeah but, um, probably <laughs> uh yeah nothing nothing would have been nicer but no well i travel will happen and usually i travel alongside with the red bull but i've so little desire to want to engulf myself in anything that involves that club at the moment so i was gonna um, say don't don't go up to fucking foxborough don't go to boston and try and go to a red bull versus new york red or new york revolution well, game or well, new so, england revolution game because well, i i did that and foxborough is fucking 45 minutes outside the city oh no well it's a bitch and a half to go if you're in boston it's a bitch so, and a half to get to 
so the game plan was me and my buddy. So we don't play. We play the New England Revolution on a Wednesday on the road. Oh yeah, so game, I remember you telling me about this. So yeah. the game plan would have been we would have driven up on Wednesday and then come home on Thursday. Like we, we would have gotten a hotel or we would have figured out something but like you're, that. You're just going to Foxborough. You don't even yeah. need to go to Boston. Like. Yeah, no, we wouldn't have. We 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 literally would. Dude, I was finding hotels for like eighty five dollars a night. Yeah. And yeah. literally, like, you just crash, and then you just wake up, you find a small diner, you eat breakfast, you drive home. That's, yep, yep. You hit up Dunks. You, you gotta hit Dunks. You gotta get, you know, your Ben dunks. Affleck special. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, we, we, we would have figured it out. But, yeah, when it comes to the Red Bull, uh, we lost this week, and Gerhard Struber is still my coach. Um, he is. Only pain. Only pain. Um... Reach out to me privately if you want to talk about that, because there is not enough minutes on this podcast for me to really dive into how I'm feeling Red Bull-wise at the moment. So, J.D., it was a crazy, crazy weekend, not only in the Prem, but in the FA Cup. So let's dive right in to probably the biggest and craziest result of them all. Arsenal 3, Southampton 3, JD, the official gate is completely kicked wide open for Manchester City. Arsenal allowing two goals in the first 14 minutes of this game. JD, I couldn't even get this game on my phone until about the 20th minute, and I still was baffled. Martinelli just had scored, funny enough, when I got the game on, but a goal in the first minute, an absolute terrible terrible decision from ramsdale leads to a goal in the first minute for southampton and then theo walcott um doing the wesley snipes crying meme in real life like having to shoot something you love like if 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 theo walcott's the reason why arsenal don't win the league it's going to be actually kind of funny but here nor there but uh at one point Southampton are up 3-1 and two late goals, one from Odegaard, one from Saka. And this went from, this went from, and, and, and I kid you not, this went from, oh my God, absolute disaster of losing 3-1 to Southampton to a 3-3 draw that leaves everything still to the admani- uh, imagination. JD, this game was crazy, late, early excitement, late excitement, but... Arsenal need to just be better than this. If I, Robbie Musto said, I think, yeah, Robbie Musto literally said championship teams don't, or champion winning teams don't do this. Yeah. It's, it's insane. I I watched this entire game. I I was working. I had it on in the background and funny enough, we were both in the same Twitch chat while this game was going on. Oh, funny enough. Because our buddy Dom, who's been on the podcast, avid listener, uh, he opens, or well, he plays a lot of FIFA stuff, but he was opening soccer cards, which was really cool. Because I, I want to kind of low-key get into that because I'm a big like, card collector now with Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, but, sp- speaking uh, of that, yo, speaking of that, Dom, name your price. I actually would really like that Tioga Delo signed card. <laughs> like, I, I will legitimately pay for that. That's yeah, well, actually... Well, this, is, this is a cool plug because I, I want to plug Dom's Twitch. It's the real Dom Dom. And we were both Matt and I were in there as he was opening these three boxes of uh, of of cards that um, each one was supposed to have like a signed card and I I think they all did. I don't know I I watched the first two boxes I had to drop off because I was at work and I got a call but um other otherwise Dom has cool content and we 
I remember putting in his chat saying like, yo, Southampton are 2 nothing up in like the first 14 minutes. <laughs> I was just like, what? Yeah, um, I, I, I'm actually going through cards Dom gave me now. These things are so freaking cool. Yeah, he only sent me the ones I hate, so. See, he's fun. See, this is great. I have the rookie ticket Brandon Williams card that he gave me. I can't wait for Brandon that's, Williams to stop yeah, smoking helium. Yeah, that's worth nothing. Yeah, yeah, well, he's the only thing Brandon Williams is known for right now is smoking helium and driving a car at the same time, so. Um, <laughs> and also not being a very good left back. Well, no, well. Be beggars cannot, in fact, be choosers. Um... <laughs> Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, I, this game was nuts. This game was absolutely fucking crazy. Na it's, it, it's, look, it, this, I, I guess I should more talk about the game now. Um, I don't care that Arsenal had a late comeback to draw this 3-3. This is fucking Southampton. Like, yeah. I, it, it's, this is Southampton right now, bottom of the league. You just threw away any hope you had of winning the title. I, if you don't think Manchester City are going to win out the rest of the season, I'm sorry. Like, people, like Arsenal fans are thinking, all right, this is it. Wednesday, Arsenal versus City. No. If you think Arsenal are going to beat Manchester City after three consecutive draws in the manner that they had them, no. Well, and, and this is the thing I wanted to talk about. Like, it's still all to play for. Technically, it is still all to play for. If Arsenal can beat Manchester City, they're still in the driver's seat, and they could do what they have to do. But watching this game, the first thing that came to mind was, oh my god, Arsenal forgot that they had to play Southampton. They immediately were overthinking this game, and they thought it would just be a throwaway. We all did. I mean, if you look back at the previews from last week, we both thought that Arsenal were going to put four or five goals up and we thought that this game was going to be a blowout. It was anything but. Arsenal didn't show up. They started slow, and Southampton punished them. I think we... I, I, again, we're going to talk about it as it comes up, but I very, very much... Even if it's a draw, Man City ha have... Man City are two games back and only five points back, which means if Man City win their two games in hand, which... It'd be hard to say they're not going to. If Man City win their two games in hand, it's all theirs. But Man City are at home for this game on Wednesday. It's gonna, We're going to talk about that in a little bit, so let's move on. Fulham 2 leads 1. Uh, goals from Wilson and uh, Andres Pereira would see Fulham get that 2-1 to one advantage. Uh, the only goal for Leeds coming from an own goal from Paulinha. I'll, I'll be honest with you, J.D., this game was cut and dry. Uh, Wilson scored an absolute banger of a goal. And it, it, Fulham are exciting. Leeds are in trouble. Like, that's the only thing. Like, watching this game, the only thing that came to my mind is Leeds are in trouble. Because the only thing that is keeping Leeds up at this moment is just five teams being worse than them. Yeah, that that's, that's what I was going to say. It's like the only reason Leeds aren't in the relegation zone is because somehow... Some fucking how there there are just teams worse than Leeds right now. I I just it, it it boggles the mind that like I'm I'm gonna put Liverpool and Chelsea up there too. Like half the league just fucking sucked this season, which is not usual. Usually at this point we kind of know who's going down. We have no idea. 
It, it we have we have absolutely no no idea. I can probably say Southampton's going down, but at the same time, they are four points behind 17th place Leicester City. I it's it's incredible, and I I love it. Don't get me wrong, I love it. I love all the drama that this means, but it's it's just insanity. Like Leeds, I. I, I could see them going down. I could see them staying up comfortably. I I have no idea. I, it, it's 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 this is this is a season for the ages. And just to give a quick update, Fulham with this win would jump up to ninth place. So I, I at this point, like I said, if Fulham finished top ten, this season is well above expectations. They did a wonderful job. I, I appreciate that NBC USA. They're all giving Fulham like hey they could be fighting for a European spot I think that is way above the expectation at this point but finishing top 10 for Fulham would be super exciting because that's a team that slowly is building something and it's interesting to see but Leeds on minus 21 goal differential are on 29 points and they are only one point above the drop it's it is very, very much... It, Leeds cannot afford to make mistakes going forward. So, Next game, though, Brentford won, Aston Villa won. Uh, this game was actually fun despite the low score. Um, I definitely had one eye on this game. Ivan Tony getting the goal in the 65th minute, but um, uh, canceled out by a Douglas Louise 87th minute goal for Aston Villa. Um, Brentford deserve to win this game because Aston Villa did not look good I I just don't think Aston Villa really hit the strides that Aston Villa are usually to like usually hit and it literally came from like a last like 10 minute wave from Aston Villa and they just found a goal which is what good teams do like we're going to talk about like FA Cup games in a few minutes but like that's what good teams do JD good teams even when they've been the second best team all night they find a way to finish out the game strong and grab the result they need to grab. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Villa were not on their best that day. And yeah, you're right. They 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 got what they needed, at least a point from a good Brentford, or like against a, a good Brentford side. As a, Liberal, as a Liverpool fan, I'm very happy with this result because now Liverpool are one point behind them in seventh uh, with a game in hand. So... I'm ecstatic, but at the same time, I agree. Like, Villa are a great team, and they, if they can continue to just grind out results, they have a very good chance of, of getting European football this season, as do others. And we're going to get to a team that I just don't think will be in Europe at all. I think they're going to have a huge, huge drop-off. Uh, try and guess who I'm talking about. Aston Villa with Aston Villa would stay though in sixth on 51 points and Brentford would go to 44 um kind of really nicely nestled into that um nestled into that 10th spot giving themselves a bit of a gap from Chelsea so it's it's going to it's going to be interesting Leicester City 2 Wolves won. This game surprised a few people. Let, uh, and by the way, shame on us, JD. Like, massively shame on us. We never gave Dean Smith his flowers. Welcome to the Premier League, Dean Smith. We totally forgot to talk that Dean Smith was the coach of Leicester City. New manager um, bounce. It, it, what a win. What a, what a 
important win for Leicester City. They could not stop talking about it on the commentary. These are the biggest three points of the season for Leicester. This gives them a massive, massive boost. And just the resilience to come back is the key thing, too. You know, uh, Mateusz Kun, Kunja from uh, Wolves scored an absolute brilliant goal. But uh, Iannaccio getting the clutch penalty, absolutely. But uh, Kanasi... Uh, God, I can never get his name right. Kanasi... Help me out here. Sound it's... it out, Matt. And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Castanog? No. It's not... No, I, 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 I hear it on TV all the time. But I fucking forget how to... Just Come help on. me out here. Help me out here. Help me out here. Castagna. Castagna. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, Timothy Castagna. The late hero. Full. <laughs> it went from it went from wing back to wing back for the final game winning goal in the 75th minute. Would see Leicester at home get a massive three points. JD Leicester, who have been at the bottom for quite some time, this sees them for the first time in weeks. In the safety zone by sheer goal difference alone. But at if the Premier League ended today, Leicester City would be able to say we stay in the Prem. Well, yeah, it's their first win in five games and the other four games were all losses. So good on Leicester, I guess. I mean, you're still losing a lot of players at the end of the season. So I, I, I have nothing good to say about Leicester, e even in this win. Like Wolves suck. Leicester sucks. Leicester have better players that they're going to lose at the end of the season, regardless of safety or relegation. So I, you can call it a exciting, fun game between relegation rivals, but at the same time, I don't really care. I like Leicester are just this team that I I, I just don't care anymore. The the spark isn't there. Brendan Rodgers isn't there. <laughs> uh, it's, shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. We got rid of the bad man, and JD's trying to praise him back into a job. Like, speaking you of that... You know damn well, you know damn well Brennan Rogers is going to get on his feet and take the fucking palace job from Hodgson actually, when, he, when he croaks and over and dies. Actually, funny enough, we're going to be talking about some coaching vacancies uh, coming up and how maybe Brendan Rogers could find a home there. Let's... Bro, oh my god. <laughs> don't don't jump the gun. We are not there yet. <laughs> no Next. way. If Brendan Rodgers, I I won't say, but like if Brendan Rodgers, oh my god, Crystal, I think I think a certain North London team would burn. <laughs> Crystal Palace, none, Everton, none. Who cares? Uh, the only uh, we don't talk about. Uh, uh, this game was refed properly. Both of these teams had a chance or two, but. Yeah, I didn't this, see Mason Holgate got a red. Was it was it a double yellow? Or was it was it was it, it was a double yellow. And honestly, like the first, excuse me, the first challenge, eh, like it was a proper like I'm trying to stop the play challenge. But like he made an attempt for the ball, and it was a little bit earlier in the game, and it was like I don't know if that deserved a yellow. And then, like, basically it was the same thing just in the second half. And it was like, you can't blame the ref this time. It was in the 80th minute. That's when those calls get made. But, like, if you're, you know, Holgate, you also kind of need to have the overall, you know, thought process of, hey, I'm on a yellow. Maybe I shouldn't do the exact same thing that got me a yellow. So... Yeah, I mean, Mason Holgate threw Roberto Firmino into the advertising boards one time, like, four years ago. So, fuck him. 
Well, he will he will be out for Everton's next game. Uh, really quickly on updating on the table for those teams. Crystal Palace sit 12th uh, at 37. I think at this point, I think Crystal Palace will find safety. Uh, Everton is a different story. Everton on goal differential is in the 18th and the, the last spot in the drop. I don't know, JD. I don't know. I really, I, I, I truly don't know if this guy, if this Everton team has enough to get out of the bottom three. Like it's they don't, they don't. That's the flat answer. They, they do not. And 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 you know what? Fuck them. My I, only thing em. though, my only thing though is it's like if Everton can get a result and Leeds can keep sucking, like Leeds could go down, and we could all be happy Leeds goes down. Like. For all the American fans who are sitting here going, you're anti-American for wanting leads to drop, hey, friendly reminder, Tyler Adams is probably gone in the summer because someone's going to come in on a big money move. Jesse Marsh got fired. Weston McKenney's loan expires. So it's very much like, hey, they're going to have one single American. You forget, I was going to say you almost forgot their best American. Yeah, player. I was about to say, well, I, I also don't know. I, it's, it's one of those things for Brendan Aronson where you came over to Leeds because of Jesse Marsh, because of Tyler Adams. Like, it is very much like, hey, if all of the cool things you liked about the club are gone, what incentive do you have to stay? Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just me. But, JD, I'm going to throw this next game to you. Liverpool 3, Nottingham Forest 2. What might have been the most exciting game of the weekend. Uh, Diego Jota back in the lineup with a force. I kind of wanted to see Jota get a hat trick. I'm not going to lie. Like, I felt like he deserved it. Took both of his goals really well. But, J.D., Liverpool's offense was flying. And I love seeing Trent in a midfield position because it looks like it suits him. Good fucking God, your defense tried to lose this game. Like, your defense well, tried. Yeah, the, it wasn't great. I, I, I will say, the first goal, Nico Williams, love the kid, former Liverpool player as of last season. Um, and I like that he didn't celebrate. His, his teammates really um, wanted him to, um, and he um, didn't. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about the celebration, because... <laughs> I know, uh, I know. There's some I, such shit. <laughs> I, I, I just... We were all talking in the Discord, and I'm the only one who made the, yo, did the two Nottingham Forest players just make out, and no one said anything, and then I was, like, quiet for half an hour, because I'm like, did I imagine seeing Nottingham Forest players kiss? You did kiss? not. And I found the still, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Boys, yeah, hey, hey. We're scoring goals, and we're... We, uh, you kissed the homies goodnight. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was just... Yeah. It was just... It was just startling. I <laughs> hope all of my guy friends know when we play Sunday League next and you do something good, I'm coming in for the full session, okay? Yeah. Because if you don't, ki if you don't kiss the homies for good job on the field i don't even want to live on this planet anymore if you don't if you don't kiss the homies for a good goal you don't kiss the homies good night come on like, i don't want no, to live but, on this planet but look nico williams goal it, it was a well-taken goal it did take a massive deflection and allison almost stopped <laughs> let's yeah. be let's give credit to him he he yeah. actually almost was able to make that save which is nothing against allison like he was completely wrong-footed but in normal circumstances, he probably would have made that save if didn't take that deflection off. I think it was Robertson. But um, that yeah. goal, and then the Morgan Gibbs white goal also takes two massive deflections, which wrong foots to Allison. I, yes, 
it's not great defending, but at the same time, I'm liking this Liverpool of old that has the resilience to just stay in these fucking games because yeah. earlier in the season they would they would have drawn this game or lost it. I well, I'm I, liking that they have this resilience where Diogo Jota, who hasn't scored in a fucking year, has two back to back games with a brace, and then Mohamed Salah just does what Salah does. I I yeah. I, I can't think of another player under so much pressure with the contract he's on this season, still performing like that and just creating goals like he scored. Like, he uh, he shouldn't score that goal. Like, that, it, it's a great cross from Trent, but he should not score that goal. There's no reason that he should win that battle with that defender on, on the opposite side and get his foot in there and then off the inside of the post. I it, it's, it's amazing to watch. And... I, I am proud that Liverpool are finally kind of getting back there where they, they just can win these games when they're having a bad day defensively. Yeah. My, my only concern with Liverpool in this game was the long throw-ins from Nottingham Forest caused you guys so many problems. There were almost a lot of like open opportunities for Forest players off of not the first ball, but the second ball. Like the one guy in yeah. front would deflect it back and and Liverpool just all night all day didn't have an answer to it. But I still think Liverpool deserved to win this game. Like anytime you can convincingly score three goals, you deserve to win the game. But I want to give a shout out to Nottingham Forest because this is a tough this is a tough time to lose just because where they are on the table. They're in 19th. A draw would have actually seen them still in the same position they're in, but oh my god, it would have been massive to have been one point closer. I am though confident that Nottingham Forest after this result can build on it because they played well. They played Liverpool very well. Going to Anfield. Well, I, I will say what what I have always said about Nottingham Forest, they play really well against the high line. They have very quick players that can hit on the counter, and that's what they did. That Nico Williams goal is just a complete counter. And and that's that's where they're good. They won't always play a team that plays like Liverpool where the the their center backs are pretty much on the halfway line half the time. They won't always get that. And that's, I agree that they could build on this, you know, uh, like, um, it, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, not morally, uh, mentally, mentally they could yeah. build on this result because they played a big team like Liverpool, but they're not going to get this when they play a team like Leeds or a team like Burnmouth or, or Wolves. Like they're, they're going to have, less opportunities and it this is funny i'm rambling right now because matt muted himself and he's going let's oh, go no, let's go no, going no, crazy because no, i'm assuming I, the devil's no, just scored no, no i didn't mute myself i didn't mute myself i'm just good at not i'm good at celebrating extremely quietly literally what was a two-on-one on one <laughs> end where the devils had to defend it our defender made an obnoxious stop and then all the rangers were well too far forward and jack hughes was just cherry picking a fucking uh uh, one on one with the goalie, and literally put the goalie in the net to score the goal. Rock hard. I am so rock hard. I hope but they call. It, I, I hope they call it crease violation. No, that. It, it, <laughs> oh my god! In soccer, they would have. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, no. So I, I don't know hockey, but I know lacrosse because I play lacrosse. Nah, I know what the crease is. So you, you, the only time you really can't touch, like touch, touch the goalie is like because you're allowed to bump with him but if it is a direct if it 
moves. I didn't think in. you. I didn't think you could be in the crease. No, so you you can kinda like you you can't like have your full body in the crease. That that's the key thing. Your but full you could body have a stick. Can, you could have a stick in the crease. You, you can have a hip in the crease. You can you, you okay, are able. Okay. You are you are able to. I don't know how. Yeah. So you yeah. are you are able to. The the key thing is is you cannot alter the goalie's position when he's being shot at. That's the key thing because that oh, was okay. a big okay okay yeah yeah that I mean that makes sense. It's like it's like screaming yeah. yeah yeah that's that's a big thing that they stepped up this year in the NHL and they've called a lot of goals back because of it. Where if the goalie is even breathed on while the puck is going in his direction, they will call the goal back. Trust me, the Devils have I mean, like ten that makes of them. Sense, but so. Um, my apologies. You were talking about Liverpool winning. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was pretty much done. Just I'm, I'm uh, happy. I'm happy that Liverpool are looking more like themselves, especially in a game that could have been really dicey, and it almost was. Uh, yeah, no massive points. And honestly, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna talk about it after the Tottenham result. I a hundred percent now at this point of the season believe that Liverpool can get the Europa League spot, which I think for this Liverpool team would be a hell of a fucking accomplishment. Like, sincerely, and I, I, like, I don't want, I'm not even saying it as an insult. There were certain times this year, this podcast alone had Liverpool buried. Like, no Europe, not even the Conference League, but now you're talking about if they finish the way they played this game... You could easily be playing in the Europa League, which I think, like I said, for Liverpool, that's a massive accomplishment from where you were at certain points this year. So, and again, it's a building block. It's European football. It's not the European football you want, but it's still, it's still the best European football like around. I mean, it's the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, the Europa League. All their competitions are just like null and void after that. So. <laughs> Let's get into <laughs> Let's get into a very fun Sunday. Let's let's start with an appetizer before we get to the actual entree. West Ham 4, Bournemouth nothing. Hey, West Ham learned how to score some goals. Uh the I, I the, the only goal I think of note uh for Nals scoring a scorpion kick goal and like kind of like kind of it, it it is a scorpion kick goal but like it's it's like a kmart scorpion kick goal yeah i, I it's, it, it's, it, it counts it counts it's a thing yeah but it's it's, a, it's yeah it's the wish it's the wish.com wish yeah of, it's the wish.com yeah um but no absolutely for west ham this this is phenomenal this win was phenomenal because now not only are you seeing yourself through to the upcoming rounds of the Europa League conference semifinals you are now in the driving seat of your own destiny like all West Ham have to do is just be bang fucking average and they will stay in the prem another season which is is really good to see because I really didn't want to see West Ham in the championship I, I low-key would not have wanted that so i'm very happy but for bournemouth this speaks absolute trouble having the second worst goal differential in the league now only five points above the drop zone i i still think bournemouth have what it takes to be safe but but who knows but jd let's we've had the appetizer we've had we've gone to olive garden we had the breadsticks we had the salad had a little red wine now it's time to get to the really shitty entree. 
No, it's a great entree. Come on. Okay. So Don't this kid is, okay. yourself, Matt. Come on. All right. All right. When you're here, you're family. And if you're a Tottenham fan and you're here, I'd like you to just fast forward about five minutes because we're going to go in. Newcastle. No, they're, they're, they're all waiting for this. Newcastle 6. Tottenham Hotspur 1. JD, my wife and I were enjoying a lovely breakfast. We went out on Sunday morning, went for a breakfast, and I timed it perfectly where, hey, you know what? I'm going to drive home. Turn on the game. It'll be in the 25th minute or so. Okay, yeah, that's absolutely fine. I won't miss anything. It's Newcastle who don't concede goals and Tottenham who don't score goals. I'm not missing anything. And it wasn't until group chats and text messages and ESPN literally going, hey, Newcastle scored five goals in the first 21 minutes. Oh, JD, what I would have paid to have watched that. Uh... Spurs, dude, Spurs are falling apart. I mean, shout out to Newcastle. Shout out to Newcastle. But oh my God, JD, what was this game? Matt, I have to tell you, and you're not, you won't be surprised. I was asleep for most of this game. <laughs> I woke up to a way more Discord messages <laughs> than I would have expected, <laughs> and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like. And I, I, I think the game had like eight, it was in the, like the 80th minute, and and the the West Ham Burnmouth game was going on, and I was I saw that score first, and I was just like, oh, Brian's just having a day. No, <laughs> I turned this game on because I saw the scoreline. I was like, uh, okay, so it's six one Newcastle. Um, yeah, I I I, I almost texted a few people. Like, to see if they were okay. Um, I was at that point, I was just like, I, I might need to check, do a welfare check on some people. Um, this is this is one of the funniest results I think I've ever seen. From a team who, a team in, in Tottenham, who is trying to cement their place in in the European places, albeit the Europa League. I, well, I mean, you, well, oh, well, don't say that. If Spurs won this game, Spurs, I think at this point, would have been at least in contention for finding a Champions League spot. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Possibly. I I have been the biggest supporter of clowning Tottenham. Don't get me wrong. But this is, like, almost too far for me. And it's what they actually did. It's not what I said or what somebody else said. This is what they actually did. They actually just let the circus come to them. I, I've... It, it's really tough because I want to pick like you know the Liverpool beating Manchester United seven nothing like I want I want that to be my you know cl clowniest result of the season I want it to be so bad this ooh. might take the cake ooh. I ooh we should write that down clown like like the, the clowniest result the, like I, yeah I I I don't know I just th this might actually eclipse that it was still you know seven goals scored but. <laughs> I don't know. This is just a ridiculous result. I mean, great goals from Newcastle, but at the same time, like, I, you could say it's Tottenham defense, it's Tottenham goalkeeping, you know, with, with Lloris, oh. who got subbed off at halftime um, for an apparent injury, yeah, and I, uh, I don't know about that one. You want to know the state of Spurs. That 
right there is the state of Spurs. And they even talked about that on the halftime show. Or they talked about it at the uh, find the uh, the game when the game ended review. If you could walk Hugo Lloris, you needed to at least be out there for about five, ten minutes of the second half. What a cowardice move. It's does it it's, look like when you yeah. get absolutely battered in the first half and you, the club captain, say you can't continue? You fucking muster up the ability to just fucking stand there for 10 minutes and then ask to get subbed out. That's really the only thing I could think of. Like, dude, like Kevin from Lads said it himself. Dude, a goalie got scored on five times and then got pulled. What is this, hockey? Like, that... That is some absolute straight hockey shit. I did everything about Spurs is absolutely falling apart, and that's going to bring us to our next topic. Where, where I love it. I love everything about it. Where Spurs now have let interim manager, uh, fuck, he wasn't here even long enough for me to remember. Stellini. Stellini. He is officially out. As the interim manager, uh, Ryan Mason will be coming into the role he was in a few years ago, and Spurs will be once again on the new coaching search. Uh, Let me be very clear. I still am not confident in playing Spurs on Thursday. I'm going to be very straightforward, but I'll get to my reasons when we do the previews. Cheating. I don't think there's a manager on earth that can do anything with this current Spurs side. I, I, I don't. I think Zidane, I think Carlo Ancelotti, I, I, I pick whoever the fuck you want to pick. Pochettino is probably the only one, and I he doesn't want to go there. Well, well, uh, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, because that is also some news that broke uh, today. Um, but, yeah, I, I we mentioned Brendan Rodgers might be looking for a new home. Brendan Rodgers and Spurs, for some odd reason, works for me in my head mentally. Like, I can mentally put Brendan Rodgers coaching Please Spurs. Please let, let it happen. Just let it happen. It's, I, I would, I, I, I want to make this, I want to manifest this into existence because it, it just makes so much sense. Spurs don't know how to do anything right, so they should go hire Brendan Rodgers, the a proven Premier League manager. I that's 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 what the headlines will say, and I want all of it. With this result, Newcastle will jump back into third, but uh, Man United, who are level on points with them, still have a game in hand. But for Tottenham, this was the worst case scenario for multiple reasons. Number one, Man United are now they are now they are now. Six points behind Manchester United for that final Champions League spot, but Man United have two games in hand. And not only that, Manchester United and Tottenham will be playing this Thursday. Another factor that happened is because the scoreline was so radical, JD, Manchester United no longer have the worst goal differential in the top five. Man United now have a plus nine, Spurs have plus seven. That's a so, fun trophy to add to your league cup, and that's about it. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a few minutes, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was the best-case scenario for Newcastle and absolutely the worst-case scenario for uh, 
for Spurs. So we will see. Um, really quickly before we get to the FA Cup, apparently Chelsea have someone in line when the season starts next year. It looks like Pochettino is one of the finalists, if not the finalist, for the head coaching position for Chelsea. JD, what are your overall thoughts about a guy who's leading a bunch of people to win a trophy who himself personally has never won a trophy? Um, yeah, it's it's look. If you want a you know big name available manager, yeah, get Pochettino. Sure, it makes sense on paper. It, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, and this is something that I hate to like jump down your throat for. Who labeled Pochettino as big time? Like, um. Well, I, okay. At the time at Spurs, I, he was a good manager. He led them to a Champions League final, and then he got sacked for pretty much no reason. And then he managed at PSG, and nobody lasts long there. By so the that's, way, that's no problem. I just want to put my hand up. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but but nobody lasts long there. I it, that that's not like a weird thing. Like he that that was expected. And I I would say Pochettino probably is a good manager, and he's available. He's easily available. Now you look at Nagelsmann, who has been linked to the job for a while, and I that's probably a better choice. But I don't think he wants to go there. So if if, if Pochettino wants to go to Chelsea, yeah, get him. He's not gonna fix problems. The problems are deeper than just getting a manager that will manage these players that he doesn't know, and the players don't fucking know each other. I, it's the problem when you bring in all these new signings in one season. And you look at Nottingham Forest; they might go down this season. I I don't I don't think they've had an awful season, but they might go down. But that's the nature of coming up from the championship. Chelsea just spent close to a billion dollars. And did the same thing as Nottingham Forest, just with a shit ton more money. And that's the pro- like you can't. It, it doesn't work like that. You can't just plug huge money signings in and just say, "Oh, this should work," you know, on Football Manager. Yeah. But like, it, it's it, it's it's and, it's more than the manager. And, I think and, a and, lot of dead weight and recent dead weight in in the Chelsea team, like recent signings, need to just. It, it's gonna. This is gonna be like a three year process for Chelsea. I, I truly believe. it's yeah and friendly reminder not only are you now getting back not only now are you getting back Romelu Lukaku inter again we've discussed inter are not bringing back him you're already on the hook for at least 65 million euros because you pre-signed Christopher Nkuku I forgot about that I forgot about that like yeah Nkuku great player I, this is the problem. Like, you sign all these great players, but, like, it clearly it doesn't work when you just plug in a, a yeah. high-money signing. It works when you have an established team and you, you know, spend big and get a guy you're looking for. When you do it for half the starting 11, it probably won't work. And that's what we're yeah. seeing. Uh, I'll be honest. If I was Christopher and Cuckoo, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I low-key like RB Leipzig, if I was Christopher and Cuckoo, I would like, hey, I don't even know if I'm getting into this starting lineup anymore. I don't want to jeopardize my very potentially good young career by going to Chelsea, who have no idea what the fuck they're doing. I w- if I was Christopher and Cuckoo, I would just basically be like, is there a way we can pre-terminate this contract and just give, le- and then like give Chelsea back their money? Like, 
I don't know. That's just me personally. Well, Leipzig are like, fuck no. <laughs> well. Oh, I, I want to be very clear. Christopher and Cuckoo, even though having a very injury-prone season, still is going to make $65 million like that. Like, if he's oh, available yeah, back yeah, on yeah. the he's, market... He's worth, he's worth yeah. what Chelsea paid for him. So no, that's what no I, question. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if this is a Leipzig worried about not getting their money, Leipzig will get their money. People are going yeah. to buy him. So... That is the end of the Prem games. Uh, really quickly, we will discuss the FA Cup. Not too much to discuss. Manchester City, three. Sheffield United, nothing. Ariane Mares hat trick. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Man City will be going once again to the FA Cup final. I can't believe Sheffield United had a shot on target. That's that's the most surprising yeah. thing. I can't believe they actually mustered a shot yeah. on target. It's actually kind of funny that the game was 0-0 at halftime. Like actually yeah. kind of, actually kind of like wow that that's well no 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 no. it was uh mars's penalty was at the 43rd oh. minute oh never mind i'm sorry the fact that it went 40 minutes there you go Let me... <laughs> yeah there you go um but uh then fine then uh brighton versus man united zero zero man united won seven six on penalties um i don't know just some personal notes from a united fan uh brighton were the better team i'm not gonna even sugarcoat it at all um but yeah, honestly <laughs> honestly big shout out to Aaron Juan Basaka completely um silenced Matoma which a lot of people haven't done so honestly I'll give him his flowers Luke Shaw and Luke Shaw and Victor Lindelof I'll tell you right now I'll take Luke I will take any I think Victor Lindelof has had a bad break cuz his entire United career has been just automatically associated with Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof had a very fucking good game when he was actually against... A, he was next to a defender who's actually competent. Uh, I... There are rumors with Manu, with the final being seven weeks away or six weeks away from now, Varane should be back in about four and a half weeks. Give or take fully, 100% ready to go. The next game, Rafael Varane might play is literally the FA Cup final. I am confident with a back line of Victor Lindelof and Rafael Varane. I actually am very confident in those two being able to do the job. Um, if Luke Shaw is healthy, Harry Maguire shouldn't actually see the field for the rest of the season. You're on. A, you're. you're I, that's that's just it. I I I just I think I think United would have had a better outing had Maguire started this game. I need I, you. I know. I, I know you, what you're gonna say. I need you to literally eat a bag of cock. That's I, I literally need you to just find a bag of cock and eat it. Just take it all in. Just in, <sighs> in, engulf it into your life. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this right now. Right before penalties, Bruno Fernandez was already taken out. He picked up a small ankle injury. And uh, it looks like he might not actually be able to play on Thursday. So it's like, hopefully that's not long-term too. But Bruno Fernandes is literally walking around to each one of his teammates, pumping them up, getting them excited, talking about game plans, talking about strategies. And Harry Maguire, club captain Harry Maguire, is literally all the way on the outside of the circle, just tapping people on the shoulder. Good luck. You got this. Well, Maguire wasn't it. even in the squad. Yeah, but he was there. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was there. You can be a captain. You can be a captain without being there. 
I think and he's been done. He's been done wrong by no, the, by no, United. No, 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 no. I'll tell you right now. The fact that Manchester United allow this guy's check to cash at the end of the day, that it should be more than enough for Harry Maguire. Like that should be it. Like straightforward, nothing else. Um, Man United literally won their first freak penalty kick shootout in God knows how long. Uh, David De Gea didn't guess right once though, so absolutely fucking shocked on my face. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to be in a final, you know, you can't, you know, two finals in your first season is something to talk about for uh, Eric Ten Hag, but once you get to a final, like, Man City are going to be heavily the favorites. We all know this. We all know this. But you're in a final, final and anything can happen in a final, and, uh, JD, I'm gonna ask you this one and only question, and then we're gonna move on to the previews. What would you rather have? Man City treble or a Man United double? Um, well City aren't going to win the the Champions League, so as as hard as they will try, they will never win that competition. So uh, but, so let's let's say theoretically, let's say at this point Man City have won the Champions League and they've won the Premier League. So you, the fan, a Liverpool fan, what would you rather see? Would you rather see a Man, a Man City treble or a Man United double? Is the Champions League final before or after the FA Cup? I don't know why I thought to myself that the Champions League final is before. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm honest to God, not sure. I'm I, gonna I, look it up. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna look it up. We have the technology. We do. Do we in fact have the technology? Yes, we have the technology. Hold on. As you watch your fucking Devils play. Okay, so the Champions League final is June 10th. Okay. I'm writing it on my imaginary calendar on the, the wall now. F June 10th. I hate my keyboard so much. It's a gaming keyboard, and it's not meant for, like, actually just typing. It's so annoying. Um, the FA Cup final is... June 3rd. Okay, so... F FA Cup happens first. Okay. So, so I'm going to be the biggest Manchester City supporter in this game. <laughs> I, I hate your face. Hate but your also, face. at the same time, even if... Like, and it doesn't matter. I know City aren't going to win the Champions League. They're just not going to. So that, and... was a, that was actually a funny thing a Man United fan channel was talking about today. Imagine if Arsenal find a way to win the league and, uh, and Man City, you know, don't win the Champions League. Man United literally could prevent Man City from winning anything this year, which would actually be... But, but, but will they? Probably not. But, but that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. When you get down to a game, when it's, it's one game, winner take all, that's it. Anything can fucking happen. Anything can fucking happen. And remember, Man United have beaten Man City once this season. I think, I think the only thing going for you is that... <laughs> I just, I, Erling Holland will be going up against a normal sized person in defense. Well, no, he would be, he would probably be individually man marked by Raphael Varane. And I'll tell you this right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, a normal sized human. Well, uh, well I, I also say this. You're also probably going to have Casemiro also. Again, it's going to be interesting. United are 1,000. I, I could put the mortgage. I'm not going to, but I could put the mortgage on the fact that Man United are going to put fucking 10 guys behind the fucking ball. And yeah, that's that, fun. 
Dude, do you think Josie wins title after title on fun? No. He wins it on boring, defensively smart football. How many how many titles? Not trophies, titles. And I'm not I'm saying like how many okay. trophy well how many titles did he win for United? He won uh, the one trophy. No, didn't he? Was, no, no, he won two. Didn't he win? The, he won the. Didn't he win? He won the Europa League, I, and then I, I thought think, he just won the Europa League. Why? Which do I, I guess. Th- okay, yeah, you know what? That is a title. Okay. But, but I also, but I also think to myself, why do I feel like he won a Carabao Cup? Why do I have this like dumb thought in my head? You should. I don't remember, but you probably should. I should, shouldn't I? The thing is, is we. It's not like, like Liverpool. Once they got Klopp, it's the same thing as you know United when we had Ferguson. It's like we could easily tell you what the fuck Fergie won because he was fucking here for fucking ever. Um, I don't know why. Like I feel like Josie won more than one thing, and it's gonna be something embarrassing like the fucking like Community Shield. Um, well, that's not a real trophy. No, no, um, <laughs> it is not. Um, you want to talk about hockey players? You want to talk about hockey player tough? Homeboy? Not really, because we're kind of late into this episode. We still have to preview all the games. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> um, oh, what fucking penalty is this for? Oh, good job, TMO Miner. You did a good job, kid. Um, all right, yeah, let's let's get to the preview. So the final, as JD said, will be in June between. Manchester City and Manchester United. Fun stuff. Um, I'm also actually a fan of what Jamie Carragher said, which is, why the fuck do two Manchester teams both have to travel four and a half fucking hours via train to a stadium when fuck it? Like, I don't even care if the game is at the Enfihad. Literally. No, play it, play it, play it at Anfield. No, but like... Gets, I should... gets, get Liverpool some revenue. But but not even that. Go play at the Enfihad. That's more than fine. I don't care. Split the stadium 50-50. That's all you have to... That's literally all you have to do. Like, I, I, I very much am... Like, there's no point when... I don't know. I'm just... It's I, also... It, it, it's England. It, yeah, it's only four hours. Okay. If you're talking about, like, the teams, like, okay, they'll just fly to London in 40 minutes. Fans, okay, take the fucking train. It's not that big of a deal. It's... it's I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you on that. I think the whole point is that the semifinal and final is played at Wembley, and that's the point. Wembley, Wembley. We I, I, I can't believe you actually pronounced it right. Not Wembley. Wembley, Wembley. We are the famous man United have. We're going to Wembley. <sighs> okay. Let's get into some previews now. Um... Let's start it off. We're starting off Friday as you are listening to this. I'm sorry. Friday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Guess who has no idea what day it is anymore. Um, Tuesday, as you are listening to this episode, Wolves versus Crystal Palace. I'll start this game off first. I'm going to be going with a draw. Crystal Palace have been good. Wolves have been okay, but Wolves are at home, and I honestly don't know if I can trust this Crystal Palace side to take points on the road, so a draw is where I'm going. JD, what are you thinking? Palace, baby. Palace. And the fans are actually going to be agreeing with you. So let's move on. Aston Villa are hosting Fulham. JD, what are you thinking? This is going to be a good game. I think this could be a low-key good game between two Good sides that we didn't expect to be good sides this season. And I, I think Aston Villa at home is going to do it for me. Fulham have looked good. They've looked bad. And then recently they've looked good. But Villa, like we said earlier, they they know how to get up. 
they know how to get the points they need to get, and I think they need these points. So I'm going to go Villa. The fans are going to be going with Villa, as well am I am going to be going with Villa. I just trust Aston Villa a little too much right now, and being at home, this is a wonderful opportunity for Aston Villa to bounce back after the disappointing draw. Leeds United is going to be hosting Leicester City Football Club. JD, the fans are going to be going with Leeds. I'm going to be going with a draw because, honestly, fuck both of these teams. Both of these teams have been absolutely terrible, and I can't trust either of them. I'm going to be going with Leicester. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to be going with a draw. JD, what are you thinking? Leeds at home, down in the dirt. They need points here. They're going to beat Leicester City. Ooh, spicy. We are now on to Wednesday. Nottingham Forest will be hosting Brighton. I will go first. Brighton is the way I'm going. I feel Brighton have uh, are going to definitely bounce back from getting knocked out in the FA Cup semifinal, and they will take this, and they will run with it. JD, what are you thinking? Yeah, I tend to agree. I think, like I said with Nottingham Forest, in the game against Liverpool, they, when they're at their best, it's hitting on the counter against the high line. But I don't think Brighton play like that. I, I, I think Brighton will expose Forest for how they can play. And I, I just, I, Brighton are the better team and Forrest are only hoping that they'll push forward more than they need to. So I, I, I can only see Brighton just getting a goal and just kind of controlling the game and not letting Forrest counter. So Brighton. Yeah. And the fans are going to be agreeing with us with Brighton across the board, but I still think this will be a very, very good game. West Ham United will be going up against Liverpool Football Club. JD, I'll have you go first. How you thinking from a Liverpool point of view? Um, I'm worried that West Ham are in a good mood because they just won four nothing. But it was against Bournemouth, and not the not the you know slight West Ham in their position right now. They needed that. I just I think the way Liverpool's playing, they should win this game. They should, and it's it's gonna be a shame for West Ham, but I think Liverpool will comfortably control this game and get a couple goals. So I messed up when putting up the graphic. I put up the photo of uh, Virgil van Dyke and the Liverpool player, but I accidentally labeled it as Fulham. Um, the fans ended up going with uh, West Ham, and I'm not saying you guys made a mistake, and I'm not saying that's how you guys wanted to do it, but I messed up, therefore you guys get a free pass. You will get an auto-dub no matter what the result is. So automatically I'm putting you as a free play for that. And then I'm going to be agreeing with JD. Liverpool is how I'm going. Liverpool have just, they, they are just the better football team with the better players. And yes, what West Ham did over the weekend was awesome. But I still just, I, I can't imagine Liverpool losing this game. I just can't. Next game, Chelsea Football Club will be going up against Brentford. The fans are going to be going with Brentford. I am going to be going with a draw. I I just, for some odd reason, think Chelsea at home are going to find a goal where they can find it. And, the and I don't know, Brentford have been okay as of late, but I think Chelsea can score a goal or two, and I think they can find a result out of this. So I'm going to be going with a draw. So, JD, what are you thinking? I honestly... The, the rest of the season for Chelsea games, I have to just pick the winner as being if they're higher or lower than Chelsea in the table. That's I'm, I'm going Brentford because I Chelsea don't know how to win games anymore, and Brentford can be really good, and they're higher than Chelsea on the table. That, that's, that is how I'm doing this for Chelsea going forward. 
Who, if they are playing someone higher or lower than on the table, that's who wins. The next like, game. Oh, yeah. go ahead. The no, well, I was yeah. going to say, I said that weirdly. If the, if they're higher on the table than Chelsea, they win. If yeah. they're lower on the table, maybe Chelsea wins. Yeah. No, it's honestly at this point that's not far off what exactly is happening. The fans are going to be going with Brentford Football Club. By the way, I don't know if I said that before. You did, but yeah. <laughs> the big game, one versus two. This game basically can decide the title. Manchester City will be hosting Arsenal Football Club. I think Manchester City are going to win this game. I just think they are. I think Man Pep doesn't overthink league games. He overthinks Champions League games. And I don't think Man City and Pep are going to overthink this. And I, you, you just saw the overall body language of some of those Arsenal players as the whistle blew when they drew 3-3 to Southampton. Like It kind of looks like they had just defeated all over their body. And I don't know if a quick turnaround is going to do that. As well, Man City played basically a glorified friendly on Saturday, and they very, very much did not have to put full throttle down, which means you have a more rested Manchester City team. So I think Man City are going to take this. I think this game is going to be close. I think this game is going to be fun. I really do. I know sometimes with the bigger games, it's uh, cagey. No one really wants to make the big mistake. This game is going to be high scoring and it's going to be fun. I could easily see the final score of this game being like 4-2 or something, and I'm all for it. Uh, pray to your employers who think anyone is working on Wednesday while this game is going on because ain't nobody going to work while this game is on national TV. JD, what do you think? I mean, I'm going to have to watch the Liverpool-West Ham game at fit, kicking off 15 minutes before this, but at the same time, people have been hyping this game up for weeks as the title decider. And I'm sorry, the title was decided in Manchester City's favor the last three weeks as Arsenal drew three games in a row. They did it to themselves. And God damn it, there's no way Arsenal are going to beat the City side. No, no possible way. City are going to run away with this game. They're going to run away with the league. I don't like it. I don't like it as much as the next person, but it's just what's going to happen. I've, I've been trying to deny it, as, as, you know, for years that City, you know, will have, you know, a, a, a down period, but it sucks. They just have the money to just not lose. And it, you know what? I, I, I hope, I hope, I just hope that the lawsuit and everything with in the league comes out and City get you know, demoted and whatever. I hope they get, uh, you know, the, the, the whole club gets abolished. Like, that would be great. But in the here and now, City are not going to lose this game. They're going to win the league. Arsenal did it to themselves. This game doesn't mean shit. As much as everyone wants you to think it does, this game, game means nothing. City are going to win it comfortably. And even if they did it, even if City draw Arsenal on the in the run of form they've had, it's it's... It's disheartening from a neutral perspective. The fans went split decision. So as yeah. I close... It's the, Ar the Arsenal fans and the Arsenal haters. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So they, as as we started recording here at 6.30, the, the split, the decision was split at 42% apiece. That's how I got to cut it. 
I know some people are going to be like, yo, that's kind of messed up. I, I apologize. It's that's that's what it is. And that's what it's going to be. So we have to do it as a draw. That's just how it is. We move on to Thursday. Southampton will be going up against Bright um, Bournemouth. JD, I'll have you. Um, no, I'll have the fans kick this one off first. They are going to be going with Bournemouth. They are home. I'm going to be going with a draw because fuck both of these teams. They're both in the relegation battle, and I really can't imagine either one of them doing any. I'm sorry. Well, not Bournemouth, but I don't know. I just. I'm going to go with a draw. I can't say I'm going to have any eyes on this game whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with a draw because I, I just don't care. I just don't care. Southampton are shit. Burnmouth are shit with a little bit of spark sometimes, but not really. Um, yeah, nothing else to say. Everton are going to be hosting Newcastle. Uh, I'm going to be going with Newcastle for very obvious reasons. Uh, JD, go ahead. Yeah, same thing. Obvious reasons. Newcastle are going to beat the shit out of Everton, even at home. I, I don't... I don't tr I don't like this Everton team. I don't trust this Everton team. I there's nothing that you could say to me to change my mind that Everton should and will go down this season. And the fans are going to be going with Newcastle as well. And finally, the last game, Manchester United go away to Spurs. This game can decide the top four. It it really can. If Manchester United grab any points, they separate themselves six points from Spurs with two games in hand. And JD, that's actually exactly how I'm going to put it. I think Man United are just absolutely dead exhausted, and I don't know how Spurs are going to come out. I can't imagine they're going to come out aggressive. I really can't. Just it's not what Spurs are doing right now. I'm going to be going with a draw. I, I, It's not that I'm not confident what Man United can do. I just think Man United are a very tired football club at the moment. And there are rumors, like we discussed, that Bruno Fernandes might not be in the team on Thursday. And he commands so much of the offensive play. If he's not there, I don't know where they pull those results, i.e. the Sevilla game. I think Man United... With the back line of Luke Shaw and Lindelof together, I think they find some way. I think both teams get a goal, and I think it goes 1-1 as the final. So, J.D., what are you thinking? Three words, Matt. Can you guess what my three words are? Spurs will Spurs. You are wrong. Oh, boy. New manager bounce. Motherfucker. He's going with... Tottenham. He's that's, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. New uh, manager bounce. Ryan Mason, uh, club fucking legend when he wasn't concussed. Well, the fans are going to be going with Manchester United, so we are at split decisions <laughs> there. So thank you, everyone, once again for joining here tonight on the EPL Boys. We greatly appreciate it. We apologize that we ran a little bit longer than later, but it's not often we have EPL reviews, previews, and FA Cup fixtures to talk about. So once again, thank you so much for all the love and support you guys bring our way. We greatly see it and appreciate everything you guys do. If you are not already, please give us a follow at the EPL Boys on Instagram for everything here coming from the EPL Boys camp. As well, if you are not already, please give us a subscribe on whatever streaming platform you are listening to us on. It gives you up to date when the new episodes drop, and it lets you know about everything. Everything new coming from our camp. 
For JD, guys, my name is Matt. Guys, I want you to be safe. I want you to be well. And we will see you guys next time. Peace out. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town.